Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, Give me to drink, you would have asked him yourself, and he would have given you living water. The greatest effort we have to make in our life of faith many times is not so much to focus on doing, but on discovering, recognizing, and knowing the gifts of God that remain hidden from our hearts and minds. God's work in us is always greater than our work for God. We have to return to that. In the church, we have to return to the primacy of God and escape from volunteerism, activism, and all the isms, all the exaggerations that do us no good, that make us drift from side to side without finding balance, peace, or serenity to live our faith. There's always the temptation to place ourselves in the center, to believe we're the center, even of ourselves. We're always at risk of putting God in second place, even when we work for Him, even when we say that we love Him very much. Whoever discovers the gift of God begins to experience the sweet and comforting feeling of continuous gratitude. Everything is received. Everything is a gift. Nothing that happens to us is in vain. Everything is oriented towards Him. Everything can be transformed into good if we trust in Him. That's why we have to ask to know the gift, so that we may be filled with a joy and ask Jesus to continue to quench the thirst of our heart with his love, with his gifts that manifest to us every moment of the day. There are gifts from God that sometimes we don't fully recognize or value. Do you know which ones? The commandments. What? The commandments? Yes, in God's word the commandments have always been a gift, a present, a guide. Everything we've been taught that doesn't help us think this way is a mistake, a deviation. The commandments are God's gift for our lives. They're beacons of light in our lives, for you, for me, and for your children. That's how they should be taught. If at some point in our life of faith we were invaded by the illusion that Jesus came to earth to free us from the need to live the commandments, today's glimpses of the gospel breaks our schemes a little. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've come not to abolish, but to fulfill. In the language of today, he would say, Don't think that. Don't think like that. Don't think it's so easy. Don't be extremists. Don't go to extremes. On the contrary, I didn't come to discard them, but to teach you to live by the law. Jesus, as the Son of the Father, came to free us from the slavery of heartless compliance without love, from compliance that seeks to appease guilt by focusing on oneself 
instead of considering God's heart, if these words of Jesus appear in the gospel itself, it means that there's always the danger that in face of novelty, we might want to discard what came before, as if it had already been superseded. Falling into extremes is the great temptation, that is, complying without heart or not complying at all. No, it's better to observe them with love. The commandments, which are God's law in the Old Testament, should not be disregarded, but rather surpassed and lived according to Jesus' teachings. That's why St. Paul, synthesizing this idea, tells us, To love is to fulfill the entire law. If we don't add the salt of love to our works, we're nothing. We're not Christians. We're complying with the law. If we fail to obey the commandments with the excuse of love, we're actually not loving. Salt gives food flavor and disappears into it. It's not seen. Love for the Father must be the hidden salt in our works, in our way of being, and in our status as God's children, giving meaning to living His commandments. This is the challenge of our lives, to free ourselves from living a fear-based relationship with God, from complying for the sake of complying because we were told to, or because it's convenient for us, from complying because then we'll be better, or from complying in order to be at peace. And at the same time, we must correct ourselves if we think that to free ourselves is not to listen to the commandments, or to discard them as if they were norms that no longer apply, that are no longer useful, that must be adapted and changed. Both extremes are wrong. They're deceptions that resemble one another. Let's pray to Jesus today, the Son who teaches us to live as free children, that sincere love may be what impels us not to throw the commandments away, believing that they have gone out of fashion. Let's pray to Jesus to help us live beyond them, knowing that love must govern our lives in order for us to truly love and season our deeds with the spice that brings us true freedom. Let's ask the Lord to give us his living water that quenches our heart's thirst. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.